My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. There we go. Got it in the frame. All right, one, two, three, four, five. Well, look at that. I saw her this weekend too, Miss Katie Williams. I was down in Houston this weekend um, and saw all kinds of peeps that I love very much. Um, I saw Mary Clark. Look at that. Mary Clark is Nathan Cook. You seem to have um, superpowers there. <laughs> Times two, you're on there twice, but great job. And Gina Lane, that Gillingham team, like we talked about, they're pushing to make sure that Dan gets over that um, goal in August. Lots of good stuff. I saw Yvette this weekend. Oh, yeah, I gotta start naming people. I'm in trouble. Of course, I saw Megan this weekend. Anyway, saw lots of Houston people, um, and I really did enjoy seeing every single one of you. Um, that was fun. Uh, but let's get started here. So, Katie Williams, um, number five uh, this girl has got a story and um she is working hard to go to a new level in this business she's one of those people that has a vision for going farther katie williams all in team 126 dials so she had 14 contacts eight appointments out of those contacts she sat on four appointments so she wrote four apps total she was able to get some six referrals Four of them were life apps for $5,556. So Katie, are you with us this morning where you can talk to us about your week? Yeah, Heather, can you hear me? I can. Can I see you too if I find you? No, <laughs> not at this okay. time. All right. Tell us about your week, Katie. Tell us something um, that you can inspire and help somebody else out in the field. Sure, sure. Good morning, everybody. This is uh, Katie Williams, direct to Mike and Michelle. Um, currently still in San Antonio, but in the next couple of weeks, it'll be Houston. <laughs> um, so this week, basically what I ended up doing was um, most of the premium was written on people who I had been trying to track down for a number of months, um, or I had written policies on them and they'd been declined, or that was probably three quarters of the premium. And then I had another one that was written here in the San Antonio area. Um, actually, there was two from San Antonio from current clients, and then two of them were written off of leads. But um, you never really know what you're going to walk into with, with the client. Um, and the, the best thing I would suggest this would be just make sure that you follow up with your current clients. Um, Michelle preaches about it just about every, just about every week. And there really is a lot of people out there who are um, looking for additional help. You just got to be willing to try to, uh, to follow up with them. And if their policies like laps, um, <clears throat> it's not that they didn't want it. Maybe they just changed bank accounts. Maybe their account was hacked. I had that happen this week as well. Maybe their account was hacked and they had to go back and um, try to, you know, change all of their banking information and stuff like that. So um, no, no really great words of wisdom. You just got to play the whole game. 
um, which is what I ended up doing this week. Well, tell me, you did make 126 dials, you know, and that's, um, you know, we would love to see more people making 100 dials or more a week. How do, tell us how you do that. Like, how do you, do you do that by yourself? Do you do it with other people? How do sometimes, you sometimes, sometimes I do do it by myself. Yes. Um, it depends on which area I'm running. Um, normally, I just try to like fit, fit the dials in to be completely honest with you. I've been trying to find thing, uh, find a place to live um, and stuff like that. So with the 126 dials, some of it was the current client leads. Some of it was um, going through my list on my Excel spreadsheet for the people that are here in San Antonio. And then others, it's the leads for there in Houston. Like I said, it's a, it's about playing the whole game. You got to kind of, juggle your time you fit them in when you can i'm not one of these people who can stand in uh, or or be in a dial session for like four hours without you know having to get up and stuff like that so i probably spent um about six hours dialing but broken down into different time slots when it was convenient do you is that like if you know like let's say you have a time slot of 30 minutes you're gonna make some dials do you I mean, have you gotten to the point that you're like, oh, I just need to make 30 minutes of dials or is there, is it still challenging? Like, do you find yourself letting other things get in the way or, and you have to sort of stop yourself and, or how, how, what is the mental process for you to get on the phone and make dials? Yeah, absolutely. We all have those moments where we just really don't want to make dials and stuff like that. And um, we would rather, you know, do I don't know, let's say the dishes or something like that, um, then, then make dials, but you just gotta, you gotta focus and make sure that, that that's part of the priority. That's really going to be the only way that you're going to, um, fit, fit them in, um, is, is you got to make the dials a priority because that's ultimately, um, if you get beat by the numbers, that's how you have like a slow week, which is what I had been doing. I've been, for those of you who don't know, I've been around for like seven years and um the you can't get beat on the numbers you have to you have to put in the time yeah and i like what you said too about like do it you do it in smaller bits you know i think there's so and i'm we've heard adam johnson talk about he'll sit down maybe for an hour, hour and a half it's about his max um but i think to each his own that you've got to figure out who how do you make dials effectively and if you need to do it in smaller bits you do it in smaller bits if you can sit down and do it and you want to knock it all out at one time then that then great um, absolutely but it's nice to hear that different people do it different ways so well congratulations katie on a good week i enjoyed seeing you this past weekend it's good to see you too Thanks. i i'm looking forward to hearing more details about your move and, and absolutely business absolutely so congratulations. Thanks, Thanks for sharing with us this morning. Thank you. All right. So that was Katie in fifth place. We're going to move up here to fourth place. Um, one of our pros around here, Adam Johnson. He's part of the McGill success team. 233 dials, always the dialing machine. Um, very often the top dialer of the week. Um, two, 21 contacts. 12 appointments, nine sits, eight apps, 10 referrals. He had eight life apps, $6,821.16. Let us welcome Adam Johnson this morning. Usually he will plug in on his 
device. Are you there, Adam? We can't hear you if you are there. That's very unusual. Yeah, in Minnesota. Um, what'd you say, Bruno? Okay. Maybe somehow they got disconnected. It's odd though, I'm not pulling up anyone when I go to thumbnail. We do, we do have people in the meeting. <laughs> I guess we had Katie, so yes, we should be good. All right, we'll, maybe we'll come back to Adam if he um, reconnects. Adam, if you can slack me, if you can hear me, um, and I'll work you back in if you get reconnected, although he may not be hearing me, but if anybody wants to reach out to him. Abel and Judy Verostegi were in the third place. Uh, Fitz team, they are part of the Fitz team. We talked about that. Some great leaders on our Fitz team success call. 97 dials, 13 contacts, five appointments, five sits, three apps total. Um, two of them were life apps for 5,124 and they wrote an annuity for $50,000, giving them a total of $7,624 in premium this week. Abel and Judy, are you with us to share this about your week? Hey, good morning, Fitz Group. How y'all doing? Good morning, Abel. It's good to see you. Yeah, this is our uh, morning get things done. Uh, Judy's out doing some errands because we got work to do this evening, but uh, Abel and Judy Vrosky direct to the incredible Fitz team and Miss Heather. So uh, we had a, an interesting week this week. Um, we had a critical illness app came up, which is the first one I've done freestanding, but it all started with just doing a review with a client and uh, you know, just asking the question, has there been any other insurances you've been thinking about, uh, you know, getting, you know, get yourself protected. They say, yeah, we've been thinking about cancer coverage and Mutual Omaha has a freestanding cancer policy that is a simplified issue and issues very quickly. I think it was just uh, as soon as it was submitted, the very next day it was issued and, and paid today. Hmm. So those are 130 a month on a 30,000 coverage on a family plan. It's not a bad pop for uh, just sitting down and doing a review. Uh, also, we discovered some money there and uh, we're gonna be working that. Uh, and I'll go over the, the annuity that we had because we've been working this annuity since December. But uh, the other one we had uh, basically was a referral that we had, first of all, from a realtor that used to work with us as an agent. And uh, we met with her, but at the time they hadn't closed on the house yet. And then we got it as a speed lead. So come on, we had, you know, that was, we, we were following up with the niece, but the, uh, the aunt who's 71 years old was not being very patient. So she was online trying to get coverage on herself and she happened to come across our site. But anyway, we went out and got her taken care of. And uh, that was pretty much one that had been in the works now for about three months also. So uh, it was interesting when you walk in and go, Hey, I know you, <laughs> those are always a good situation. Uh, the annuity uh, is also a referral from a client uh, that uh, is, done multiple applications with us, also done an annuity with us, and 
her brother had retired back in December. And at the time when I talked with him, uh, he still had like three more payments on his home. Uh, his income was going to, was going to be basically almost nothing because he wasn't 62 yet and wasn't going to be drawing any social security or pension monies. Uh, he's not going to get his pension until he's 65. So, I mean, he had, you know, 180,000. And uh, at the time I pretty much, after talking with him, I was like, Hey, you know, I'm, well, there's no way we're going to be able to, you know, get you in anything because you're not suitable right now. Uh, you know, you have all your eggs in one basket. Uh, we're not going to be able to move all that money. And even in the future, once you get situated, we probably will only take maybe a third of it. Uh, so kind of took it away from him. And he wasn't too happy about hearing that because he thought he's going to be able to put that 180,000 into an annuity and then right away start making the money that he had lost in his job. And I was like, well, there's another you know, million dollars there, we, yeah, it'd be pretty close to what you were making on your job for retirement. So we left that alone and uh, his sister called me and appreciated the honesty that I, you know, that I didn't just try to make a sale on him. Well, now he's the manager of the uh, largest volume Peter Piper's Pizza in San Antonio. And if you ever go down here south side of San Antonio, you wouldn't believe that it's a pizza place that's running circles around everybody else, including Chick-fil-A down here. That's a crazy store he runs. He's got a great income now. Uh, but even then I was telling him, it was like, it's, you know, let's move 50,000, be safe in case something happens. Cause I mean, like you don't know about health. He's not in the best of health right now either. He's had some heart issues. So uh, he agreed and uh, he wants to move another 100,000 before the end of the year. But I said, let's do this. So if you make it to the end of the year, then you can move your 100,000 at a later date. But when it comes to annuities, guys, you're talking about people that uh, uh, it's their life savings. I mean, it's, it's money that they've managed to hold on to. And they work. He, this is an individual's worked already 28 years of his life. And uh, you got to treat that like it's his money. He did uh, talk to an Edward Jones representative and he did tell me the big difference between us and them is it's, we treat them like it's their money. Uh, advisor is already trying, was already trying to take all his money and put it to work in the market, which he's, he's only a moderate uh, risk and they wanted to put him into high risk and fees. He said he got real discouraged and upset about that because pretty much just treated him like another number coming in. You know, he went into their office and they almost like going to buy a used car, he said. But, uh, you know, don't ever stop following up. Treat your clients right and then they'll come back and uh, do business. And, I mean, this is, a you know, I look at the total premium and, uh, of course, we had some challenges. I mean, we Judy went through a lot of dials. We went to some me shows and, uh, you know, those are always fun. Uh, we had a couple of agents that are out there in the field that uh, off of leads that made some sales as so we got us real pumped up. But uh, hey, understand me shows are going to happen. And if you don't know what a me show is, it's an Adam Katz saying uh, it means you showed up and they didn't. It's a me show. And, uh, you know, I don't take no knowns or anything, but Adam always says, you know, if I show up and they're not there, I'll, I'm taking something. But I don't do that. You know, we're not like that. Because then I, you might get a reschedule and you have to take it back. But anyway, I'm going to get off the phone here. I want to hear from Marty and Michelle, and hopefully Adam got back on the line. I know they got some great tips also. Thanks for sharing. Hey, Abel, I did want to ask you, though, just kind of quickly, not in real depth, but for those people out there who haven't written an annuity yet and they want to treat their clients right, how did you learn what you know about annuity products? 
Well, it's a lot of what I learned is, uh, you know, I came out of the annuity industry before I came here, but it's evolved a lot since then. And we were doing more 403Bs, which were more like retirement plans for educators, you know, $100 a month, $200 a month, you know, $60, $70 commission type deals. Uh, So really, I learned about annuities through basically listening to Gina Hawks, uh, the carriers, uh, you know, had the, you know, this company offers so much training, but really the thing you just got to understand now is, I mean, we got the green sheet. Uh, we got a certified financial planner on staff. I mean, that's simplifies everything, you know, so, I mean, use your tools and don't be afraid to pick up the, the phone and, you know, call up there and talk to BAMP and uh, they're going to help you out whether you go through them or not. They're going to give you the right words to say that you can even put them on speakerphone a lot. And it pretty much just takes all the pressure off because the client knows that you're there helping them. And they get the understanding of that. This is just a savings plan with an insurance company. This is not an investment. You know, don't get caught up into that investment game. Investments means you can gain, but it also means you can lose. And we're not in that game. We are in securing people's monies and we offer guarantees. So I, I use those words a lot. You know, we're, we're about security. We're about guarantees. We're about avoiding probate. We're about avoiding, you know, the possible attachment or leaning of this money. You know, these are a lot like OJ Simpson accounts. You know, people kind of, that draws a question, you know, OJ Simpson. I say, yeah, you know, OJ Simpson, he went through that. Uh, the glove don't fit. You must, uh, you know, but it was the saying, if the glove don't fit, you have to, whatever they said, the, the saying was, uh, you can't find him guilty. But and he got sued, but none of that money got touched. So when you're talking guarantees and security uh, with somebody's life savings, uh, that puts them at ease. And uh, they have to know that that's, we're not competing with the investment side of this industry. We're just another part of that you know it's good to be diversified we're the secure side of that and uh whatever they can't afford to lose that's the money we want good thank you for sharing that i think i one of the things that i want people to hear about what you said is that um learning about an annuity here and how to sell one has become quite systematized you have people like gina hawks or the green sheet like he was talking about um, so if you, if those terms, you're like, who is those people or what does that mean? Please talk to your success team leader um, and they can help you with those resources. I can remember I sold an annuity to my dad uh, back like 15 years ago. And at the time, I mean, I had to do all kinds of research to try to understand annuity. Um, and we didn't have the tools that you guys have today to to learn much quicker and have more assistance and um, how to effectively help your client. I also love your heart, Abel, um, in your willingness and desire to do the right thing for your client. Um, we definitely want to stand for those types of ethics around here. So thanks for sharing this morning, Abel. We appreciate you. Um, and congratulations on a great week. And I know there is more to come for you and Judy between now and the end of the year. Um, so okay. congratulations. All right. Uh, hopefully we get Marty as well. I'm not sure where his exact landing point is but marty doge um we are are if you've been on this call we're super familiar seeing him in the top five uh, 138 dials 12 contacts 10 appointments eight sits you got nine applications 11 referrals um those nine applications totaled seven thousand seven hundred forty dollars and 96 cents 
Marty, are you with us this morning? I am. Woo! Coming to you live from H-Town. Yes. We made it. And so uh, my name is Marty Doge. My wife, Diana, and I are direct to Fitz and Heather, uh, proud members of the Fitz group. And we've been here a little over nine years. And so just excited to see these numbers, decided to see the, the big six zero in the reporting. Um, that's always exciting when you see that number get bigger and when you see something in orange. So definitely excited to see that. Um, Man, I, I can listen to Abel talk about annuities all day. That's why I send a chat saying he's the annuity king because he will move some money and protect it. And I'm a little jealous. And so um, one of the goals I have for this year is to get more focused on referrals and aftermarket sales. So keep it up, Abel. I'm watching. Um, this week, the I'm only from, thing. From the, from the old country. Uh, uh, Will, hey, hey Will, we can hear you, brother. I'm glad I got by I don't know if somebody else going to help me here. Okay. Bruno, you got it. We got it. Marty. <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, I was, Heather, you had mentioned on our team call on Sunday, when you drive down to Houston, you got four hour, four and a half hours of me time. And I only had one interview on the way down here. So it, it was about four hours of me time. And uh, I caught something that I'm going to teach on tonight here in Houston. That was, what if you fail, but what if you fly? And one of the things that we've been talking about is Michelle will go for the, the $400 yes and the $400 no, where some people will get a $50 yes and a $50 no. And I've been trying to focus on that. And you don't see it in these numbers because they're smaller per average app. But what's really been sticking in my mind lately, and Katie had mentioned it, is you're just not going to outmaster the work. Uh, or what is it? Work trumps talent every time. Isn't that what they say? Yeah. If you just... And I used to be so scared to follow up with people that got declined or their policy lapsed. And over half of this business is off of people I'd already sat with. Um, they welcomed you into their home the first time. Uh, more than likely, they're going to welcome you into their home again. Um, she's right. Part of the time, it's bank accounts. Half the time, it's a financial pickle where if they would have just lowered it by 20 bucks a month, they would have been fine. But you don't find that out um, unless you get back in front of them. And I used to get those letters in the mail where it said, you know, this policy lapsed or this, that, or the other. And I would, I didn't even open them. I was like, oh, here we go again, you know. And now I look at them like free leads. I hate to say that, but, you know, I already sat with them. They liked me enough to buy the first time. So my tip for the week, and I, I'll pass it off to Michelle, is just get back in touch with those people. Um, what we do is a service, not a sale. And so um, that's all I got. I don't know if you have any questions. Yeah, well, I'm going to let Michelle talk, but I just wanted to say, yeah, that you uh, I always, I, you can see when someone goes from um, a more um, average producer, if that's the right word, I'm not trying, you know, but to a top producer in our organization, there's always a shift in the, the perspective of how they see their clients. Um, that's what makes the difference between someone who, um, you know, it, it gets from the middle of our leaderboard to the top of our leaderboards. It's all about how they see their clients. So what you said about how I used to be afraid of those, and then now I see them as free leads, that, you know, it's that perspective shift, but um, learning those things are what make the difference. So thanks, Marty, um, for continuing to lead the way and inspire many people um, in doing so. So thanks for sharing with us. Love it. Michelle, 
So we're going to go to the number one producer this week, which is Michelle Allman um, with 82 dials, uh, 22 contacts, 17 appointments, eight sits. She wrote eight apps and got 20 referrals. The eight apps totaled $10,388.40. And every time we get to hear from Michelle, it really is a privilege because there is something that we all can learn. So share with us, Michelle. Good morning, Heather. My name is Michelle Alleman. We have some funny side uh, line comments going on. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, thank you, Heather. I, Mike and I have been with the Alliance for 12 years, and we are in Houston. Um, it's an honor to be on this call. I am super excited about all the new things that are happening within the whole entire FITS group. And just enjoyed having spending the weekend with you, Heather. I just want to give you a bird's eye view on these 10, eight applications for this last week. Because I went into the week going, oh dear, OMG. I have my daughter's bridal shower. Kate, Heather and uh, Kate are coming over. Katie and Clint are coming over. Our house is full. My sister's coming over. I'm going to dial on Tuesday and run on Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. And that's basically what I ended up doing. And, um, but half of these applications, and I just want to shout out to Maddie. Maddie is my assistant. Many of you know Maddie. She's probably on this call. I hope she is. Um, she should be because she's going to be listening to Bruno's training. But um, she has been dialing some of my current clients for the past few weeks and she's been doing a great job. And I want to tell you, probably, I don't have the exact numbers, but probably half of my 53000 issue paid in the month of July was from those current clients. And so I really, I'm, I'm passionate. I can become more passionate about it. And so I keep harping on it for our, our agents that have been with us because I do, I do know how valuable that a resource that is. Four of these, uh, four of these um, applications were from current clients uh, some of them were just conversions and in one case I hadn't seen her in 10 years it was 2009 and her and I still need to go see her husband I still have some work to do for him this coming week but on that one appointment do you know she was in a strong foundation she stopped smoking in 2010 and never called me she was like I knew I needed to call you but I didn't have your number after the flood, after the hurricane, I couldn't find my policies. I was so glad your office called me. You have no idea. And so I was able to, and she changed her name because she got married. Well, they were married before, but they didn't have, she hadn't changed her name. Okay. So her name was different. So we did a name change. We did a change of status from a smoker to a non-smoker. Then we wrote a conversion on her current Forester's policy, converting part of it. And because now her debt load is higher because her, uh, her, she had to refinance because of Harvey, her debt load is higher. We wrote an additional strong foundation for 50000 of coverage. And her husband is in a policy, which I've already researched it, from back in 2009, we had a 10-year term by Fidelity, and what it does after 10 years is it goes in half, and basically they're saying this, paying the same amount of money. So a 
it's worth 46,000 death benefit right now. And I can go in and get him a whole lot better policy whole life for the same $170 that he's spending today. And he'll have enough. I know I'm going over people's heads maybe, but he, but for the people who know this business, he still will have 14,000 in reduced paid up term on his old policy. Plus I'll be able to get him more. He's going to be loving me by the time I leave next week. Um, and it'll be another 170 a month at least, and they might spend more money. I don't know. But I know what I do know is that they've been spending that amount. That's just on him for the last 10 years. And their finances are in better condition. So she told me that already. So once a customer, guys, they like you. It was like going back to see a family member I hadn't seen in 10 years. And there were so many things that they did need. So don't ever feel like you're bugging them. Um, you're doing them a service. And sometimes you're not going to write any business, but you're going to get referrals. And that's going to be okay. Um, you know, I had someone yesterday that called because they thought they needed to change their banking. They had been a customer of mine for three years. But... They just needed to change their debit card, which they didn't need to change their banking. Um, so I went to see him anyway and come to find out he's probably going to add a little bit more coverage. So offer that to them. They're already a customer. Add coverage for people. They will, many cases, they will take it. You don't ever know until you ask. And the other big thing I wanted to say was, um, the other reason I had 53,000 issue paid in the month of July is because I have a phenomenal staff. Because <laughs> I do have great staff. Morgan and Maddie really help. And you know what, you need to figure out, if you're in this business and you're growing, you do need to figure out when you need to get somebody hired and utilize them because they will help you. They will be an asset to your organization. I always learned early on that every staff member I hired would add $100,000 to my income. And that has been true. And so just keep that in mind as we're all growing. It's going to be something I'd hired somebody four, five weeks into this business. And I've never gotten without a person. So just remember that. And guys, um, I hope this helps and have a great week. Thank you, Heather. Yeah, thanks, Michelle. And I feel like you are kind of reminding us of uh, Fitz's training last week, just talking about how this business, it, it's a, we have to look at it like we're business owners from the very beginning. Um, and the things that we're doing are investing into our business. And um, that's that reminder when you're talking about your staff. Um, I also think the other reminder with that piece is just the importance of who we are surrounding ourselves with. And we talk about that a lot, but you know, good staff is, I mean, Fitz and I are the same way. We can't talk about it without getting emotional and um, the people that are on our staff and have been around us. Uh, but it also starts too, if you're brand new and you're like, well, I can't hire someone yet. It starts with your running buddies and your success team leaders and the people that you choose to put around you that help you be successful. Um, that's where it starts. So Anyway, thank you, Michelle, for sharing with us this morning um, and just keeping, it the, keeping the bar high for all of us um, to know that there's just always more of what we are capable of. So thank you. Can I help you? 
sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.